Okay, there is a minhag uh, in Klal Yisrael, quoted by the Mata Ephraim, actually, to check mezuzahs and tefillin every year in Chodesh Elul. So I wanted to discuss the requirement to check tefillin and mezuzahs, uh, and specifically how uh, whether there is a requirement to check it every year. Mata Ephraim says it's a minhag to check it dafka during Chodesh Elul, um, but uh, there's certainly no requirement that a dafka have to be in Chodesh Elul. The, you understand that it's symbolic of checking and, ficking, and fixing all the other mitzvahs that we do, so it makes sense to check and fix the mitzvahs that are constant mitzvahs like mezuzah and like tefillin, which we do all the time. But uh, what is the really requirement to check mezuzahs and tefillin every year? So this all starts with the mechilta in Parshas Bo. The mechilta uh, says, quotes the pasuk, "V'shamartas hachuka azos the moada miyamim yamima." Pasuk says that you should observe this, you should guard this chuka. Very vague. Can't be more vague than that. This chuka miyamim yamima. For days and days, or whatever miyam yamima might mean. So says the Mechilta, Magida Adam Sarach Livdok as a tefillin Chodesh. What you see from that is that a person has to check their tefillin every year. Where do you see that in the Pasuk? Because the Parsha, if you look in that Parsha, in uh, Parakid Gimel of Sefer Shmos, it was talking about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and how you have to remember Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and Vigad to Levincha, and there's a Yantav of Pesach and Yanal Arid Chameitz, and then it says, and it should be La'osa al Yadecha, Le'totafos Necha, a reference to Tefillin, and then comes that Pasuk. So what's the Hachuk Azos? Is the Hachuk Azos the Pasuk right before it, which was Tefillin, or is the Hachuk Azos the the rest of the parsha, which is all about Pesach. So the Mechilta clearly understands that it's about tefillin. What does miyamim yamima mean? So the Mechilta understands that means once a year. Where do we find the word yamim means once a year? So there's another pasuk, Vayikra Perachafei, Pasuk Haftes, talks about when a person buys a, a home in a walled city. So the halacha is, and it's Mufurish in the, in the Chumash, this halacha, that if you buy a home in a walled city, for up until one year, the person who sold you the home has the right to pay you back the money and take his house back. After one year, if he failed to redeem his house, he loses it forever. Even at Yovel, it's not going to return. He loses it forever. That's Dafka Adin by a walled city. So how does the Torah describe one year in that context? He uses the word, Yamim Gulaso. That it should be Yamim. When can the Gula happen, the redemption of that house happen? For the course of Yamim. And then the very next Pasuk says that if the guy didn't redeem his house within one year... So then it's, it doesn't even go back at Yovel. So you see that Yamim means a year. So says the Mechilta, uh, you should guard your tefillin. How do you guard them? By checking them. Once every year. So the Mechilta says so you have such a chiv to check each and, every, each and every year. The problem is that this Mechilta, while it's not really a problem, but it should be noted this Mechilta is directly against a Gemara Mesechus Menachos. The Gemara Mesechus Menachos and Daflam and Vavim Beis, in the context of discussing Tefillin, that's in the Tefillin, because we went over the summer, the Gemara tells us that uh, Darshan's this Pasuk, Vishmartas Chukah Azosam Adam Yam Yamima, and the Gemara is a Machlokas, Rabbi Yosei Aglili and Rabbi Kiva, what the Pasuk means. Rabbi Yosei Aglili understands that the Pasuk is talking about Tefillin, but Miyam Yamima means every day. It doesn't just mean every day, I'm sorry. Yam Yamima, the Gemara Darshans, means Yamim Velo Lelos, and Mi Yamim Velo Kal Yamim, not Shabbos and Yantiv. That when do you wear tefillin? During the daytime, not during the nighttime, and also not in Shabbos and Yantiv. So Biyasi Lili understands that it's talking about tefillin, but he doesn't think Miyam Yamima means 
every year. He thinks it's talking about which zmanim, which particular zmanim you're supposed to wear tefillin. On the other hand, Rabbi Akiva actually holds miyam yamimim means every year, but he thinks it's not talking about tefillin. He thinks the chukah azos that we're talking about is Pesach, that you do Pesach every year. That's got nothing to do with tefillin. So neither of the two opinions, Rabbi Sablovsky pointed out, neither of the two opinions actually relate to the mechilta. Because even the shita that holds that it's about tefillin holds that it's not every year. That miyam yamim has nothing to do with every year. So it's got nothing to do with anything. So that's the uh, that that. So it seems that the that the mechilta is against the uh, is against the gemara. So now, are you going to paskin like the mechilta? Do we paskin like the uh, gemara? So it happens to be the Rambam in Hilchos Brachos Perak Beis Alochiral paskins tefillin ain't srichin bedika kaliker. That tefillin never required bedika. There's something called in halacha called the chazaka that once you you you, you wrote the tefillin once and you, they were kosher once, so they remain kosher forever. You never have to check. You're allowed to rely on the chazaka. Shulchan Aruch uh, um, just adds that if you're not uh, constantly guarding them and you don't, you're not constantly aware of the conditions that the tefillin are kept in, so then they might require bedika because if they're left out in the rain or if they're left out in extreme heat or something like that, then there's a good chance that they, they do in fact become possible. Meikradin, tefillin never require bedika, which is interesting because Meikradin, the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, in some Reish Sadiyal of Sif Aleph in Yardaya, we discussed over the summer that uh, mezuzahs that are owned by individuals, as opposed to mezuzahs owned by a community, Mezuzahs that are owned by individuals need to be checked twice every seven years. Whereas mezuzahs owned by a community, it's twice every 50 years. The Shach and Sifkat Nalf over there explains that when uh, there's a concept Chazal have, that whenever uh, two people are in charge of something, nobody really takes charge. Everyone always assumes the other guy is going to do it. So to place demands on the community that they should check their mezuzahs, well, this guy is going to assume the president of the shul is going to assume that the rabbi will remember. The rabbi will remember that the pre- will assume the president will remember. And, uh, you know, whatever will just, uh, no, it's never going to get done. So we put the, the demands are, we're a little less demanding when it comes to communal things. But a personal mezuzah, twice every every seven years. It's a little bit strange that it's formulated in that way, twice every seven years as opposed to every three and a half years. It doesn't have to be exact. It doesn't have to be exactly, but, you know, roughly, it should be every uh, three and a half years. Now, Rashi actually, that's, that's a Gemara. The Gemara in Yuma Dafiral says that you have to check mezuzahs twice every seven years. Um, Rashi in Yuma Dafiral says there are two reasons that you need to check your mezuzahs. First of all, they're often kept in a mezuzah case. So it's very easy for someone to come, steal the mezuzah out of the case, leave the case there, you'll never know. The case looks exactly the same. So you need to check that it's still there. Second, you also need to check that it's still kosher. Now, what does it take to check that the mezuzah is still kosher? So the Pischi Tshuvi, or Dei, Reish Sadiyal, Sukkot, and Gimel says that as long as you once knew that it was kosher, that it was written in a kosher way, and that every letter was once there, all you need to know, to know how to, and the Surah Sosios was once correct, you once had a sofa check it, every subsequent check can be checked by anybody who knows how to speak Hebrew, knows how to read Hebrew. You just have to make sure there are no cracks in the letters, the letters are still there, that there are no missing letters. So anyone could do that. You don't need, any, you don't need an expert sofa to, uh, to do something like that. As long as you once had a check, that you know that it's the right sub, and you know that it was the right Sosios, etc. Now that's in general the halacha when it comes to checking mezuzos. Now this idea though, that you have to check tefillin, as we said, the Raman Paskins, Meikradin, you don't ever have to check tefillin. But uh, the Mechilta seems to say that the Chiv to check tefillin is even greater than the Chiv to check mezuzos. That the Chiv to check tefillin is every single year, once a year. So if we were to pass like this mechilta. Is this mechilta to be taken literally? The mechilta holds it's a chiv da oraisa to check tefillin each and every year. So there is a famous comment of the Mishkan Yaakov 
the Mishkanus Yaakov in Yerodea Simon Tes Zayim has a tshuva where he writes that um, he says I don't understand why the, the Gemara in Chulun is mafurish that rov behemos kshevus that the majority of animals are kashra animals and they don't have trephus problems so he says I don't understand why is it that uh, we check for trephus don't we have a rov to rely on that rove are, are, are kosher. Why do I have to check the animal's lungs to see if the animal's a trefa? So Mishkanus Yaakov says, well, wait a second. Why is it that the Mechilta tells me I have to check my tefillin every year? I have a chazaka. Shouldn't I be able to rely on the chazaka? So says Mishkanus Yaakov, what you see from this Mechilta is that when there's reason to believe that, that, uh, that there's a mira matzui, there's a reasonable chance, not a majority, reasonable, a reasonable chance, a mira matzo, a fairly common minority chance that there's something wrong, you need to check for it. If it's a tiny, tiny chance, then you don't even need to check for it. Mishkanus Yaakov says, what's reasonable? 10%, roughly 10%. If it's more than 10% chance, it's something you have to check for, and that's true not only by, so he says, holes in the lungs of an animal is more than 10%, so that's why we have to check for it not clear that it's that actually corresponds to the metzias that is more than 10 percent but it's at least the most common of the trefils so that's why we check for it problems that come up with tefillin it comes up once in a while so you need to you need to check for it if there's a reasonable chance that's the mishkan Yaakov's uh, taina and this applies to other areas of halacha as well shatna pointed out when it comes to checking the suit for shatnas you can call the flap of shatnas laboratory and say i bought a suit the uh, make of the suit is ralph loren does it have shatnas or does it not and they'll say, well, what do you mean? Show me the suit. Well, ask, you could tell them, what's your experience? Of the hundreds of suits that were Ralph Lauren suits, uh, how many of them have shotness? And they, if they say, well, we checked uh, 2,000 of them, and one of them had shotness. You don't have to check yours then, because it's a meat chain of matzo. It's a very uncommon occurrence that does not need to be, need to be checked for. And they'll tell you, by the way. You actually call. They'll, they'll, they'll give you that information. Meshachachma, Shai Shachter in the Shia that he gave online, quoted this Meshachachma. I looked at home in my Meshachachma, and I couldn't find it. And I emailed him, and he said, No, it's there. You've got to look in Parsha's bow. Turns out my Meshachachma, I don't know why, my printing of the Meshachachma was missing this whole shtickle, this gewaldic shtickle, where he discusses this, uh, this, this medrash, this mechilta, and this Mishkanath Yaakov. And Meshachachma says the following idea. He says that the Mishkanath Yaakov's application of checking tefillin to checking for trefos is totally off base, that they have nothing to do with each other. Why? He says there's a big difference. Let's say there is a rule in halacha that if a person is an anus, if a person has something that's beyond his control that he can't do, he's unable to do a mitzvah, he's unable to prevent himself from doing an avera, anus rachmanapatre. Where does that rule come from? To pasuk in the Torah, If a girl gets raped, we don't say, oh, you had illicit relations, you're going to be punished. No, she was raped. It was beyond her control, so she's completely uh, free of any blame and she's completely potter. Says the Meshachachma, that's only true when it comes to an iser. If you were forced to violate an Isser, we say you're not going to be punished. Because part and parcel of the Isser is a merida against the Kodesh Baruch Hu, is that you're rebelling against the Kodesh Baruch Hu. But if it was an Anus, you had no choice. The Misa alone is a Misa Kof. It's an empty Misa without any, uh, any merida against the Kodesh Baruch Hu in either intention or failure to pay enough attention, like when you do an Avera B'Shogeg. When you're an Anus, it's not your fo- then you're totally off the hook. That's only by an Avera. But let's say a person never had a chance to put on tefillin because he never uh, had access to tefillin. So you can say he gets the mitzvah of tefillin every day. 
No, you don't say that if a person is an honest that he actually gets the mitzvah. That's the Chiddush the Gemara Menachos has about Moshe Rabbeinu. That Moshe Rabbeinu, the Gemara says, was so upset that he didn't go into Eretz The Gemara says, I don't understand. What does he need to go into Eretz He needs to eat the fruits of Eretz He's so desperate for the fruits of Eretz So the Gemara says, no, he wants to do the mitzvahs of Eretz Yisrael. They're mitzvahs to Yisparet. So the Gemara says, HaKadosh Baruch tells Moshe Rabbeinu, don't worry, I'll make it kilu I'll make it as if you did those mitzvahs. But generally speaking, you know, it's not as if you did it just because you were an anus. We don't say it's as if you did you did the mitzvahs. So it says Meshachach, beautiful. He says, when it comes to tefillin, the mechilta says you have to check your tefillin because what if you go up after 120 years and you're waiting on the big scales, you're waiting for tefillin, for 120 years worth of wearing tefillin to jump on the mitzvah side and they don't come. And you're like, hey, what's going on? I put a tefillin every day. And you know what they're going to say? Yeah, the tefillin your parents bought you at your bar mitzvah were puzzle. You never had them checked. You never did the mitzvah. But it wasn't my fault. Okay, but it was puzzle. You're not going to get any credit. When it comes to trephus, what's going to happen? You go up after 120 years, and you ate animals that you never checked for, uh, for trephus. You didn't know that they were trephus, but they, they in fact were trephus. Are you going to get the Avera? No, you were an Anus. You're not going to get the Avera. So the Mechilta is going to say by a mitzvah that you have to check. Why do you have to check by the mitzvah? Because if it's not kosher, you're not getting any Anus points. You're not getting away with an Anus claim. By an Avera, you're not going to say the same thing. I know I'm over time, but just one last point. Meshachachma says, and based on that, you can answer Kasha Nida. Which also says that there's a that the Gemara over there tells us that if you have shotness, you're allowed to put shotness on the mace. So begit shavad bo klayim, you're allowed to you're allowed to make tachrichel the mace out of it. the mace. He's kivin shemais now chavshim in a mitzvos. Once he dies, he's free from mitzvos, so it doesn't matter. You can have shotness in his uh, in his bag. Mitzvos petels las lavo nida daf samach samachal around that area. So fractosus kasha. Wait a second. We know there's a Gemara mitzvos brachos. I think daf yud ches. I want to say where the Gemara. It tells us that there were there were Amorayim that were walking through a cemetery, and one of them had his tzitzis dangling down on the ground, and the other one said, "Loig l'rash, you're mocking the dead people that you're wearing tzitzis." What do you mean? We put we put shotness on the guy. Isn't that a mockery that we're showing him? Look, you can't do mitzvahs. You're wearing shotness. So says the Meshachachma. No, they're very different. Shotness is an iser. He can't help it. He's going to wake up at Tchias Amesim and have shotness, and it will be an anus. And for an anus by an iser, that's okay. But tzitzis is a mitzvah. So to show that I'm able to do a mitzvah and you're not able to do a mitzvah, even though he's an anus. Of course he can't do the mitzvah, he's an anus. But by, by a mitzvah, you don't say that anus rachmanapatri. You don't say that the anus makes it commander of it as if, as if he did the mitzvah. So at the end of the day, it's quoted in Kitzvah Shulchan Aruch that, uh, that, that an Adam Chashuv should check his mezuzahs each and every year. Mata Ephraim records the practice for checking mezuzahs uh, during Chodesh Elul. Uh, Minig is that a lot of times people check tefillin as well. One thing to be aware of is a lot of times just constantly opening them up and closing it by checking them every year. That itself could crack the letters if the ksav is not particularly strong. So it could be you cause yourself more problems by checking uh, tefillin and mezuzah sometimes. The mezuzah doctor told me as a practical point that uh, he's of the thousands of mezuzahs that he's checked, he keeps statistics. Something, I, I don't remember the exact number, but it was over 90% of the psulim were a result of things that were always puzzled. They were never kosher. I, when last time we had him come, two guys in my shul, 30 years old, checked their tefillin, and they were vigilant. They had checked their tefillin in between their bar mitzvahs and now, and they found that their tefillin were never kosher. 
that there was a letter missing. Whoever had checked them uh, didn't know what they were doing. So it's not only important to check, it's important to know who's checking it and to know that you can trust the person, not just that they're Eluch, but that they're good at what they do and that they're going to spot mistakes as, as well. And the reason I suggest that people check their tefillin is not because I'm worried about the parashios so much. If you know who you bought the parashios from and you've had them checked once by someone who's good, they're not going to change. It's going to stay, uh, it's going to stay kosher. I suggest people check their tefillin because a lot of times the batim get damaged, a lot of times the ritzuos get damaged, and you're just never going to change it and you're never going to even notice it until you send it to the software. Okay, while he's at it, he'll check your parashios as well. But uh, that, that's to me, I think the bigger psalm come up with the batim and the ritzuos than the uh, parashios themselves. Okay, that was a little. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.